Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mind Body Musings podcast. This is your host, Madeline Moon. It is 7.37 a.m. at the time of recording this intro, and I literally just tried to put dog food inside of the coffee maker. So that's the kind of morning I'm having. And hopefully that's not the kind of day that we're going to be having over here in the Moon household, but who knows. Okay, so I'm excited to share this episode with Brandon Beecham with you today. He is an entrepreneur, a thought leader, an author, and the host of the Positive Head podcast, as well as the late night style talk show, Optimistic. Brandon has been a serial entrepreneur since childhood, and in early 2011, while living on a friend's couch, he co-founded what is present day Resort Share. Today, Brandon's primary focus is on helping people shift their perspectives to understand, love that, the ultimate nature of reality and create more of what they want to see in their world. In an effort to do so, Brandon released his first book in January 2021, The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. In it, Brandon shares the eight keys of abundance, which he's unlocked over 25 years of experience and deep exploration. He is gifting these keys to the world via the book to help others unlock their own divine potential. He is also inviting readers to participate in a unique abundance manifestation game that entails them to make an energetic contribution for the book after reading it, and then doing three abundance manifestation exercises for 88 days designed to flow abundance back in their direction. In an effort to practice what he preaches, he will also be sharing 50% of the revenue generated from listeners from any podcast he discusses the book on. You can download his book, The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance, the audio or ebook, at goldenkey.gift with the code MOON. This was really fun. I, I loved slowing down with Brandon. He I, I'm so not surprised that he is a Leo and both of our Leo energy together is just super fiery and I love how we're having fiery shows. Um and this book is is full of beautiful wisdom around how to create the reality that it is you want to be living within. So before we head on over there, here is the review of the week. This comes from Flower Dancer 89 and she says thank you with five stars. You speak to me so intensely. I feel so much of what you share. You're an incredible guide, an incredible source for guidance, freedom, and inspiration. Keep it going so we can all keep going. Lots of love and thank you. You're so welcome, Flower Dancer 89. If you are a fan of the show, the podcast, me, my work, a wonderful way to energetically give an exchange to me for what I give to you is to leave a review on the show. It's absolutely free and it and it really helps the show to continue to be in the explore pages on iTunes, on Spotify, to get me up on the ranks, especially as I do less episodes. Um, which I have been doing recently because I've been giving more attention to my free videos on Instagram at Madeline Moon and on TikTok, Madeline Victoria Moon. So lots of attention has been going there to daily videos, daily comedic videos and reels teaching you these concepts that I talk about on the podcast with now this visual component so you can learn and see what it's like to be implementing these relationship uh, tools. And some are just funny because I like to make fun of things. All right, let's head on over to this fun show and speak to Brandon about abundance and his crazy numerology in his life. 
and creating the reality that you desire. Brandon Beecham, welcome to the Mind Body Musings podcast. How are you today? I am excellent. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. My first question for all my guests, since this is Mind Body Musings, mm-hmm. what are you musing about these days? Anything? Ooh, what a good question. What am I musing about? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So. So when you ask that question, what is inspiring me to create? What am, right? Is that, is that, I don't know if I've ever been asked, you know, I, obviously the idea of a muse is I instantly think of a muse, someone who's inspiring you. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming you want to know what I, what I'm inspired to create. I get all sorts of answers to this. Sometimes it's people, sometimes it's like, I'm really curious about what kind of produce I want to be buying these Got days. It. Like okay. it is all over, but if that's where you're feeling called go there. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, what I'm using about these days is what my next steps are creatively. And, you know, I started, I've been doing the positive head podcast for about five years. I started pre COVID shooting a late night style variety talk show called optimistic. And the day I, I, you know, for a long time, Madeline, I said, um, you know, I, I feel like I'm a good virus, like, with, with the work that I do, spreading consciousness and helping people to shift their perspectives. And so you got to be careful with using words like this, because the day I launched my new show to do more of that, we go in lockdown in LA where I live, where we both live, um, because of the virus. So I, I started shooting this show optimistic and I went to go start releasing it and everything's in lockdown. The world's in turmoil and upheaval and so now I, I put that on hold for a long time because of COVID and just, it just kind of threw a whole wrench in what I was doing. Cause I was doing retreats and live, you know, 30 people or so would come and it's like a live audience, like a talk show. And so I couldn't really do any of that. So I put it on hold. And now all of a sudden we're coming out of the COVID chrysalis to some degree and all this fresh energy is popping up around, you know, starting it again and, and getting the, the, the assistance that I really would like to call in to, you know, take it to its fullest potential expression in the world. So, mm. so you've had, what, what's your podcast called again? Positive head, positive head. You've had that for five years, five, almost six years, actually. In May, it'll be Congrats. six years, like 1400 episodes. Congrats. 1400 <laughs> episodes. Yeah. Wait, we do five what? a week. What? Mm-hmm. How long are they? You know? Okay. So it was originally, there's been some different iterations over the years. Um, in its current phase, I used to do five five episodes a week. Now I do three. And my co-hostess, uh, Dr. Erica Middlemist, does Tuesday and Thursdays now. So my Monday and Friday and her Tuesday and Thursday are usually around 30 minutes or so. Wow. Uh, and just kind of like freestyling whatever comes up, whatever's happening in our lives. And then Wednesday, I do uh, what I call soul share, you know, interviews where I, so it's all about someone else. And I shut up for, you know, as much oh. as I possibly can. And yeah. So, and those are normally an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, depending. That's amazing. I I've had mind body musings now for seven years 
And oh, wow. You've been doing it a really long time. Yeah, a really long beat. time. I don't have as many episodes as you. This is episode 335. So I'm blown away that you have that many episodes. But I've I've recently been um, it's interesting. I actually found you before we connected on Instagram because I was talking to a friend about the energy of audio only is not as alive for me. I love the video component. And she was like, you need to, mm-hmm. you need to check out Brandon and then told me about your mythic mansion uh, and how incredible it <laughs> mystic is. Manor. Mystic Manor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mythic Mansion. Mystic Manor. Mythic Mansion. That's how it like registered in my head. And I, I was like, I was like, this guy is like just on it with, with hosting retreats in this beautiful manner and doing your late night style talk show is so cool. So you are, um, very unique. Are you an Aquarius? Just wondering, just popped in my head. I'm not actually, I'm a Leo. Oh, you're a Leo. So am I. Are you, what's your birthday? August 19th. Ah, my, what are you? My former partner was August 20th. Um, mine's July 28th. Mm, and okay, July I have like the most incredible birthday synchronicity story ever. It's like really wild and it's ever unfolding, oh. but I, I, I love, I bring it up all the time, but I, I'll, every time I do, because it continues to grow, it's gotten longer and longer and longer. So I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I kind of start telling, started telling the abbreviated version and the abbreviated version. I'll tell you real quick. Okay. Yeah. Up, tell me. You'd like to hear. Yes. So m- my dad was 28 and had me on his birthday, July 28th. Um, it's also his grandmother, my great grandmother's birthday. Um, her mother also died on that day. My ex business partner. And now (laughs) this story just unfolded more. My ex business partner, what was the villain in my story? I, I had, um, Eben Alexander. I don't know if you know him, Harvard neurosurgeon, um, who, got meningitis in a coma. They pulled the plug because he was gone. He came back and all he remembered was his week on the other side. And he wrote a book about it and, you know, got very famous because he was a Harvard neurosurgeon. He, um, he talks about how the villains in our story he was shown on the other side are usually our best friends and we're very close connected. So the villain in my story, um, his baby mama, July 28th, and also his grandmother. But the villain after five plus year just came back into my life like two weeks ago. So it's, that's oh, wait, so this is a villain. You actually know someone that yes, is yes. energetically someone, a villain. Yeah. I call the villain in my new book. I refer to him as the villain, like that, that character that plays a role for you to have the opportunity to forgive and overcome mm. something really painful and challenging. And so his baby mama, July 28th, his grand, his grandmother, July 28th, I met a soulmate for, you know, in this life on July 28th, her boyfriend before me, um, his name was Anson and all my relatives are from Anson, North Carolina with that birthday, like my great grandmother, great, great, her Anson committed suicide on July 28th. And that's like not even half the story. Oh I finally God. started trunc- truncating it. Cause it's so, it just like, doesn't stop unfolding. You know, this last birthday, last couple months ago, you know, what are six months ago, whatever. Um, uh, he, I had someone randomly show up on my calendar to do a call with. And I'm like, who is this? And how did they get my calendar? And well, what's the call? It's my birthday. I get on and I'm like, Hey, I don't know who you are or what we're, you want to talk about, but I have, it's my birthday today. And she's like, Oh, me too. <laughs> what? Yeah, what? Oh my God. Yeah. yeah That's amazing. Great. And I'm sure you've done all like the numerology of like investigating 28 plus whatever July is plus whatever. Time. I, I, okay. I have a, a one more, like I said, the story, there's like, it's so many, so, so much more to it, but I'm just going to leave it there because I don't want to like do the whole, whole show about my birthday. Um, but um, this uh, this woman I had on my show one time, Intuitive, 
psychic, you know, intuitive woman said, Oh, I'm going to tap in for you and see what's up with it. You know, like, is it some past life stuff? And I have a lot, Madeline, of grounded synchronicity and things like, you know, I have people on my show all the time. It's like, Oh, I talk to extraterrestrials. Oh, I hang out in the fifth dimension for lunch. It's like, I'm not doing any of that. I am. I have like an incredible amount of like grounded stuff that will happen, you know, synchronicity, like on steroids. Mm -hmm. And so um, so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to get some real cosmic shit here. This, can I cuss? I don't know. If mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to get something really cosmic from this woman. She comes back a week later. She goes, okay, I meditated. I looked into it and all I got is that it's going to keep happening to you. And they're always signposts and, you know, and I'm like, okay, I could have told you that. Okay, great. Thanks. She goes, but I did find this. And she comes back with this very 3D grounded thing. It's an article from England in England a few years ago where they had done a some sort of a survey of thousands of people to determine what the best day to be born was. <laughs> and guess what? This ridiculous survey concluded. <laughs> July 28th. July 28th. So... <laughs> That is hilarious. July 28th. Okay, I'm never going to forget that. Now that I've heard that so much, I'm never going to forget. I will so always remember on my, your birthday. Since you live nearby on my birthday, you'll have to come celebrate oh and see what weirdness God. unfolds. Heck yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that story. I'm all about birthdays and, and numbers and synchronicities. It it's really, really inspires interesting. me. Yeah. So me your book, what inspired mm. you to write your book, The Golden Key? Well, ever since I found my dark Lord, Satan. And he spoke to me. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not about Satan. Just kidding, everyone. Um, what inspired me to write my book? You know, uh, so I have, you know, it's 25 years of exploration of the ultimate nature of reality, as I like to call it and understanding, you know, who and what we are and what the heck's going on here. And I started, so having my own, I guess you would say spiritual awakening, 25 years ago. And I was so lit up about what I was uncovering. And I was like, you know, at that time, it wasn't nearly as like trendy and cool as it is now. And so, you know, I would read, reading a lot of books and things. And it was just like, oh my gosh, yes, of course we're one with everything. And it's all an extension of the same source consciousness. And, you know, just having these sort of epiphanies around what I was reading and being exposed to. And it just became very, to me, like, oh my gosh, I got to tell every, I got to wake everyone up. Like once you sort of have some level of awakening and probably, you know, you can relate to this. And part of the reason you're doing your show is I would imagine without us having talked about it, that it's, you realize like, oh my gosh, the more people I can help to understand who and what they are and how empowered they actually are and what they're connected to. And that they, you know, we're floating in eternity and it's all happening for love. Like, how do I share that with as many of my brothers and sisters as possible? Because you know, people, mankind is suffering and this is the, the path to, to, you know, finding, finding our, our true purpose and, and contentment and peace and all those things. So, um, I would talk to anyone who would listen about it. And, um, you know, I finally got just, you know, my friends and family's ears probably were bleeding because I talked about it so much. And, you know, I started the podcast and 1400 episodes of waxing poetic about this stuff sort of like we're doing right now. And I was like, okay, I had, I had synchronistically a dream showing me the whole way that I should release it. And I'm doing this hmm. kind of unique thing where I gift it and I allow people to download the audio or ebook. And, and then they can create a code to share it with others as well. And, um, so, um, 
so yeah, that's I, I was shown this whole thing, and I you know I, I wanted to kind of gamify it, and then I went and searched the name, and someone else had written something a hundred years ago, and it's like I dare you to try it, and it was like very gamified feeling. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is cool, <laughs> and uh, this guy Emmett Fox um, wrote like an essay called The Golden Key um, in 1931, but uh, yeah, so. I really, the idea was, is I wanted to still down everything that I think and, and, and believe and what's worked for me to help me create an ink fastest growing private company in, in the U S from nothing. And, you know, a top rated podcast and all these things I wanted to distill and make it, you know, three hours, a hundred pages. You can like get, get the, mm. the Brandon version download, you know? And, um, yeah, so that's what inspired it. And it's been really, really fun putting it out there and getting people to to find their way mm. to it. So that's great. You're just so you're like, um, you're a walking vibe and like the way that you eat, like even looking at you, y'all can't see this right now. We have video on and he's got this beautiful mythic like tapestry behind him, Celtic. Um, and the way that your, your book looks and the fonts you choose and then how you're even creating a game out of spreading the word of the golden key. It's also <laughs> like you, and I love that. I really love when people are bringing their own energy and freshness into even the the release of a baby, the release of the book. And I just want to acknowledge you for that because it's oh, really fun to like, you. yeah, hear your own excitement, how you got a dream about this and how you're putting it out into the world. And love that it's 100 pages. Love that. Mm -hmm. I'm all about that. I, it's so interesting as I'm getting, I don't know if it's as I'm getting older, but these days, the my... I want as much as I can get in a short amount. Uh, I used to not be that way. I'd be like, yes, give me the Silmarillion. Give me like a thousand mm -hmm. page book. Mm -hmm. Like give me all of the things. Now I'm like, give me what I need to know and let my body manifest that knowledge or uh, marinate mm -hmm. that knowledge as ever it can. So one of the things inside of the golden key is your eight abundance secrets. Are you willing to share yeah. those on this podcast or do we? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let yeah. us I'm, know what they are. No, I'm an open book. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> Okay. So what are the keys? <laughs> I've got dad jokes. I'm sorry. Oh, they're great. We love dad jokes here. <laughs> uh, what are the keys? You want me to take, just rattle them off all the keys? Mm. Or do you want to um, totally, I'm happy to do whatever you ask. You're, mm. you're I want to, let's, let's rattle them off and then okay. let me pick one out of hearing okay. them. And then I'm going to say, go deeper into that one. Fair enough. I like that. So the first key see the oneness. The second key, know the illusion. The third key, focus your flow. The fourth key, align your intentions. The fifth key, be, be, be. The sixth key, trust the mystery. The seventh key, love what comes. The golden key that ties them all together, Master the Y-O-U universe. Mm. Master the universe. Universe. Da -da -da. Okay. Love them. We're going to go with uh, focus your flow because mm -hmm. my teachings are all around feminine and masculine. And that feels mm. feminine and masculine-y when you're focusing mm -hmm. the flow. So Gosh. what is what does that look like uh, in general? And then I also want to know what that looks like in your life right now. Mm, I love that. So I'll start off by saying the subtitle of the book, Golden Key, is is you know the the book um, title, uh, which you can get it gifted at goldenkey.gift, you guys. And um, you created a code, right? Yes, it's Moon. Good. 
Okay, good. I did, I don't know if it was appropriate to throw it out there or not, yeah. but I just thought. Yeah, if y'all go to like that URL and I will also have the links in the show notes to this, enter Moon and you'll get your book. Of course, that's your, your code. Awesome. Um, so the subtitle is Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. Mm. So I start off by saying, look, if you're coming to this book thinking abundance is only wealth and you want to get, you know, uh, tips on investing in cryptocurrency or switching to Geico and saving $300 mm -hmm. a month. This isn't the book. This is about getting to the root of what abundance stems from. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, with focus your flow, um, it's, you know, let's see, where do I start? There's so much I can say mm -hmm. about this. Focus so, your flow right now. As you focus, start. Ah, yes, <laughs> yes. Isn't it weird how it always is reflecting you back to you in some way. Yes. Um, and so, Mario Andretti, the greatest race car driver ever, supposedly, they say. I'm not a big race car guy, but he won like Formula One and NASCAR and, mm. you know, all the different modalities, the different types of um, race, race car driving. And they, uh, when they asked him, what is the number one thing you tell uh, someone who's new into the sport what to do? And his answer was, the number one tip I give to a new driver is, Whatever you do, don't look at the wall. Mm. Do you know why? Because you guess I mean, why? I feel like that's dangerous. It takes you off the course of the track. Well, you, you right? where attention goes, energy yeah. flows. Yeah, you're gonna. So go the you're wall. gonna hit the wall. If you look <laughs> okay. at the wall, you're gonna hit the wall. So that's one of the biggest challenges in our world today. Is this? You know, it's such a fine line between identifying a problem and then. And then uh, championing it. Like, you know, Mother Teresa. I had a guy on the podcast um, a few years ago, and he had spent 20, 25 years just going around the world and studying people who had mystical abilities. And yeah. he'd seen all this cool stuff. And I said, what was the greatest one? Who was the best? And what was your favorite? And he's like, well, she didn't display any, you know, plant sprouting out of her forehead or any of these weird things he had seen or, or levitation or... He said, it was Mother Teresa though, because mm. of when you were in her presence, her heart was so powerful. The field around the energetic field would shift you. It was like, like bathing in this love vibration. Mm. And so that was his most, you know, impactful, uh, experience, which I loved that answer. It's like, you've seen all these weird things, you know, like, and he's like, it was all about my ego to like learn them myself at first. And he's like, and in the end, what was the most beautiful is this like, you know, love centered being this angel. Mm. And, um, so they asked her, you know, during Vietnam, you know, will you march in this huge march against the war in Vietnam? She said, I'll never do that, but have a march for peace and I'll be there because she understood you know, what, where attention goes, energy flows. So you, you buy what you pay attention to. Mm -hmm. And so learning to, to focus, it's like, it's great to identify an issue and we have lots of issues in our world. And, you know, certainly people get really hung up on that stuff, but that's the danger. It's like identify it only to understand where you don't want to go and then put all your attention towards what you do want to, to create and manifest more of. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the, the, the core of what I talk about, um, you know, focusing on, you know, I've told the story my whole life. I don't believe in getting sick. I'm not going to say I've never been sick, but you know, very, very little. I can remember like 
you know, throwing up a few times. I've never been in a hospital. I never, you know, I just tell the story of, I don't believe in getting sick. And what's great is science really supports a lot of this stuff. Now, like Dr. Bruce Lipton, um, I don't know if you're familiar with his book, Biology of Belief, um, had him on the podcast a while back. Amazing book. You can watch an hour summary of it on YouTube. Um, and he basically shows the science of, you know, where you're focusing literally create, I mean, 30% of all healing is placebo, including surgery. Mm. You know, that's wild. You're literally creating with where you're focusing your attention. So if I'm focusing on whatever the, the problem is, then, you know, you, you're just calling in more of it. You're such a powerful creator being. And, and it's so great because science is actually supporting a lot of this stuff now where it's not mm. just like, okay, this person's, you know, woo woo and crazy or whatever. It's like, no, look at the science it's there. And that's what he does. He like really ties the two worlds together in a powerful way. So yeah, that's really becomes one of the most important pieces of the dance is like, what am I giving my precious attention to? Mm. Because I'm going to see more of that. Mm-hmm. So it, you, you, you are amplifying it and it's, it's, you know, it can be challenging because we, we're, we're all, you know, you see something that's quote unquote bad or awful. And it's like, you know, you want to give a lot of attention to fighting it or whatever. And it's yeah. like, no, what can you do? Slight difference to be for something that makes it take, take its power away, you know, by redirecting over here. And so mm. that that's a big part of what that chapter talks about. Hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. I am curious your thoughts on, I still want to hear how this is like applying to your life right now in particular, uh-huh. but I also uh-huh. want to know your thoughts around. Um, so I agree with everything you're saying. And also I think there is a trend or a pattern, a habit when people get introduced to manifestation that mm-hmm. if they continue to have certain things happen in their life that they don't want, they blame themselves <clears throat> too much. Like, mm-hmm. um, I keep meeting this kind of person that I'm like this kind of mm-hmm. person that I'm dating. Why do I keep doing this? Or I keep creating clients that aren't the best fits for me. What am I doing? What am I doing? Sure. Is there ever a time where it's, where do you think there's ever a time where life is just giving you a bunch of stuff and it's, it's chaotic and without meaning and without purpose. And it's not you manifesting it. It's just what's happening Mm. and you just got to deal. Or is there always some form of you creating this in your life? Um, Mm -hmm. you know, especially, you know, you say you don't believe in sickness. So sickness perhaps like, Mm -hmm. you know, does that make sense? My question. It makes a great sense. It's a really great question. Um, and I would say, and I talk about, I break this down in the book too. It's like law of attraction gets, you know, a lot of like mixed feelings because of this sort of thing. It's like, you know, I, I believe the key word in law of attraction is action. I'm actually uh, prefer, you know, this idea of the law of emergence where it's like, it's already in you and it, the right conditions need to be created for it to come out. Mm. So the acorn, the oak tree is within the acorn, but if you take the little boy takes it, puts it in his pocket and puts it on the shelf, it's never going to become what it could have become. Um, if it had been in the right soil, sunlight, water, etc. So it's, it's, it's come, it's somewhat complex. This, um, this idea of, uh, you know, this, the whole thing around manifestation, and it's not as simple of, did I sit in Lotus pose and think about it for 10 minutes and then got something else. What's wrong? You know, am I broken? Uh, I would say you're always manifesting it at some level. 
however, you're a very, you're a multidimensional being. So what is playing into the results that you're seeing in front of you? Well, there's, I would say, you know, the vibrational offering of what you did 10 minutes ago, 10 days ago, 10 weeks ago, 10 years ago, uh, another lifetime perhaps is playing into this, what, what's happening. Um, your higher self has a dharmic path that it's set off on. Like, I believe there's many versions of myself from this moment forward. However, there's probably not any versions that I go and play center for the Los Angeles Lakers, right? <laughs> like that it, it could be, it could be, <laughs> but I'm not going to rule it out. So yeah, I, I, you know, the thing that gets throws people is like, hold on, I'm doing all these things right. And all of a sudden I'm getting something, the same pattern over and over. I had a guy show up. Um, I had a guy show up to live here at the, the Mystic Manor, the community property that I run in, in LA, Venice. And he had my birthday. So I knew I was in mm. for a, an adventure and he ended up being the most challenging person that's ever been here for me. Mm. And, and it was, so was I doing something wrong or was I doing something right? You know, and, and here's the thing is what did I see in him? It was, if you took my shadow self at 14 and put it external as like the most, um, amplified version of it, like, you know, let's make it, let's really like, you know, do this thing, right. Here's the, here, here, Brandon, here's your shadow. And here it is like on steroids, like, that's what I got to confront. And it caused that to come out in me and triggered me. And mm -hmm. I, I acted in a way I was like, I thought I'd grown past. So I believe uh, evolution is a spiral and we circle back on things that we think we've processed for deeper and deep. We're like an onion, you know, there's these deep layers to who and what we are. So was, did I attract something negative for myself because it was miserable to deal with? Or mm. did I graduate through the boss at the end of my level when I figured out it, even though he's refusing to leave and he's making my life miserable and I'm about to let go of everything I've worked so hard to build because of it. Um, oh. And then I had the realization like, oh, Brandon, if you get the message and the lesson that's here for you, then it, the universe will naturally create the separation that he's like, Hey, it's COVID. I'm not leaving. I'll take your room. Like, you know, and I was literally had resigned to, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm will not be under the roof with this person. Another moment. I'm going to let it go if he won't leave. But if I, if I don't react to all his stuff, like I had been doing, then I'll have passed the test and something will occur outside mm. of my, I've failed at moving things around to get him to, to exit. And then Lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. I, I, I did not engage in a way that triggered me. I kept it all to text so I could be very thoughtful in my responses. All kinds of crazy stuff coming at me. Nope, here's, here's what's going to happen. You're going to leave. You know, and then all of a sudden it just like flipped. And, and then he got this incredible opportunity. That's the best thing for him. We're friends now. I love him from mm. afar. You know, we, it's like, it's a great story of healing. And mm. so- was it negative that I attracted that or did I attract it because I was actually ready to pass that boss at the, you know, do I have strong karmic ties with this guy? Uh, if we could see beyond the veil, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the day he left um, down the road, it was sunny and here it was like a tornado hit. Things got thrown off my balcony. It's like energetic release. Like, shoo. so we, my speculation, I don't know for sure. We probably had lifetimes of probably killing each other many times, you know, <laughs> and I passed the test, you know, mm -hmm. I dealt with it in a, in the face of some pretty intense stuff. 
Mm. Um, I dealt with it in a way that I, I moved beyond getting sucked in and triggered into it, you know, and I'm so grateful and I really mm. value him now. And it's like, thank you. Thank what a gift. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that's the thing. It's much more layered and, and there's so much more going on in this very black and white way of looking at it. It's like one of my favorite books is by a woman named Rasha. Um, it's supposedly channeled material. It's brilliant. It's called oneness. And she, I, I, I say, it's like the handbook for Ascension. And she says, look, as you start going through this Ascension process and becoming more of your true self and letting in more light and letting in, she's like, sickness is going to come up sometimes things you're like, what am I doing wrong? I'm doing everything right. It's like, it's because you're doing it right. That you're able to release these old energies and blockages. You're ready to, to, to allow them to pass through. Mm -hmm. So that's my very long-winded answer. To mm -hmm. question. It's great. I love that. It reminds me of uh, Richard Rudd, creator of the mm. Gene Keys. I've had him on. I had him on my show too. Yeah. Oh my he's gosh. So cool. He's so amazing. I, I tell people all the time. I think he's like, our, our modern day, I wouldn't tell him this because he'd probably be like, what? I think he's like our modern day Jesus. <laughs> like, I really think he is the a walking alchemist, like the like a pure alchemist doing good on this planet Earth. And like, just he can hold so much in his exquisite, slender British body. I just like, <laughs> I, would, I would love to go travel and just like, just watch him for a day. I'm sure what he does is very normal, but just like to be in his, and anyways, what I was going to say is that <laughs> he talks about how we turn our drama into Dharma. Mm. And that has stuck with me so deeply of this idea of drama actually being how we can fulfill our mm. dharma. And yeah. it's such a beautiful mindset shift because especially with with the work that I do around coaching people, there's, you know, anytime you're coaching, you are signing up to be in a position of quote authority to someone else. When you are their coach, you are in some kind of position of authority in their mind. You might be yeah. a mentor and walk side by side them, but you're still someone they're paying money to for mm -hmm. you to help support them. And so therefore a lot of mommy and daddy wounds get put onto coaches. I've mm -hmm. done it. I've had people done it to do it to me just because it's authority. So all the yeah. stuff around control or not being good enough, not people pleasing, not doing good, that kind of stuff gets comes out when you are a coach and it can come towards you through a projection, through a like, uh, like, or, or through an explosion, passive aggressiveness, it can come out in so many different ways. And that, that, uh, um, lesson around being a coach who can hold people's emotions that come up or, and projections around that authority doesn't end. And I don't think it'll ever end. I think it always goes on. But I've noticed through my journey of the past 10 years of being in this position that how I respond versus how I used to react to that mm -hmm. is wildly different. So yeah. instead of getting into the mindset of this always happens to me where I get clients who project onto me or something, it's like, well, yeah, this is the role that I've chosen is to be in this spot. And, and when we take the word ease continues to come up for me of ease, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. being the most natural, the most natural state that we can be as humans is actually love and just being the embodiment of love. It's not withholding love. It's not having white knuckles or gritted teeth. It's not stopping the flow. It's actually just being the love that we are. And so when I allow projections to happen or I allow my clients to be however they are, or not even clients, just 
people who follow us on the internet mm-hmm. and, and just be ease. Like I see this visualization of translucence, just, you know, just nothingness. It's so beautiful yeah. just to be nothingness and to not have to attach to anything or control anything. It's make, totally. it's just, it's made that Dharma. It's turned the drama into Dharma and it, the things don't end. They, they keep going. You just see them in a completely different way. Smooth seas never made for a skilled sailor and you came to be a skilled sailor. Oh. So it's like, it's funny. I love you use the word ease because I had that epiphany one time. I remember at a, at a transformational festival and I started thinking, getting visions of, have you seen Happy Gilmore? Oh, so long ago. Okay. So there's a scene in it where this guy is like teaching Adam Sandler how to, uh, how to putt and he's up, come up, comes up behind him and he's like, way too close to him, like, you know, mm-hmm. helping him to putt. And he's just like, just easing, ease it in, easing the tension, baby, easing the tension. <laughs> and he's like, ease it on someone else. It, it, was, it was definitely, um, it's, a, it's a visual that I always think of and laugh. And whenever I'm, I'm seeing someone who's tense about something, it's like, okay, my job is not to get triggered and s- sucked into it to create this unhealthy back and forth. How do I ease the tension? How do I ease it here? How do I, um, you know, someone reacting in some way, it's like, you know, if you were to come up to an animal whose leg is caught in a trap and you went to sit, let it, let it go, it might bite you, you know, Mm -hmm. it's scared, it's hurting. So if you think of someone in that state, like this is like an animal with its leg caught in a trap, it's hurting. So how do I just ease the tension and not take it personally? And that is easier said than done, as you know. And so that's like a big part of even that story for me is like, you know, when someone is just completely out of line, have you ever had that moment where you're dealing with someone and and it's like so out of line and then it kind of is like, oh, hold on. They're just like kind of, kind of crazy. Like, or it's just like, all of a sudden it changes it for you. Like Mm. you're no longer like, oh, why am I reacting so much to this? It's like getting mad at the, the dog, the, the puppy for peeing on the carpet. It doesn't, it's doing what it does based off where it's at, mm-hmm. you know? And so if you can stop taking it personally and say, Hey, my job is to do exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Hold the space for it, ease the tension, allow it to pass. Mm-hmm. And that is a lifelong journey <laughs> too, because it's easy to talk about it. And then when you're thrown in, it's like, um, it's like Mike Tyson says, you know, everyone has a plan till you get punched in the face. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I have one more example, something that happened just two days ago, actually. I've had consistent misfortune with VAs, like consistently. It it just, Mm. for whatever reason, and this is part of, you know, turning the drama into dharma is like, I'm so Mm. curious of why the misfortune happens and, Mm. and how I need to get clear on my expectations, get clear Mm -hmm. as um, the, the business owner directing the VA. And I had this experience where just one week ago, I hired a new VA and we got started and she sent me her contract and I read it and I signed it. She signed it. And part of it was if we want to terminate working together, uh, then we need 14 days notice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that sounds great. That sounds good. Here's my Instagram login. And she did my, um, Instagram, like filtered inbox for a couple of days. And I gave her some feedback of like, Hey, uh, no more than one exclamation point. Don't put like many, thank you. Like a couple pieces of feedback. And, um, that was it. That's our only interactions around my Instagram DMS. And then one day I had 
uh, woke up and I had like 20 messages in the filtered inbox and I, I poked through a few of them and I was like, she'll get them later. And then uh, that evening, they all disappeared. We're all gone. All of them. 20 is not that many, but it's enough. And a lot of them were asking about like, you know, my programs and stuff. And I messaged her and I said, uh, did you get, go through those 20 messages? And she said, um, I, I did. And I said, well, where, where are they? Cause they should all be at the top. If you accepted them and you responded to them and, um, she goes, well, I don't have time to look at them. <laughs> I'm like, well, I hired oh. you, you, you one, I hired you for this. Um, That's the job. It's, it's the job. And, um, I said, did you delete them? She goes, I only deleted five. And I said, well, first off, don't delete any, don't ever delete them. But also where's the other, where are the rest? <laughs> like even the five, like the five you deleted, what the, were they? And then yeah. where are the other ones? And then, um, she went to bed and then the morning she wrote me back and goes, uh, I think it's best if we terminate the contract, I'll refund you for the, uh, the amount you paid for this month. And then she blocked me on everything. So she, she deleted my messages. She went against her own contract where it was, we, we signed this, both of us, she voided her own Mm. contract Mm -hmm. and, uh, ghosted. And to me, you know, I was, I was, it was very different from the normal kind of upsetness because I've had stuff happen before where I really reacted. And this was me. I just like, it's so clear to see the whole picture of like, I had to trust my own body of like, yeah, she did delete all of those. It's very clear. They're Mm -hmm. all gone. And the immense fear around admitting to a mistake is so big in her that her only uh, go-to protocol is to make everything go away by running away, trying to get Mm -hmm. rid of me, and then breaking her own contract. And Mm -hmm. it was a gaslighting experience for me to be like, I didn't delete anything by deleting me, leaving me out in the cold, being like, wait, did I do? Am I crazy? And I know I'm not. And this experience was about a day of like, I mean, like the way I'm talking right now is how reactive I was. I was pretty chill. I was just like, this is, um, this is ridiculous. Like this is it's just so like, absurd. It almost helps you to deal exactly. with it. Yeah. And, and so I just share that story because I know so many people have weird experiences that happen when they're hiring people or being coach or whatever. And like, we don't always talk about this stuff, but it happens and it happens all the time. And so it's not that you're necessarily making it happen, but your reaction or your responsiveness is where the gold is. So that's, that's where exactly the growth is. Exactly right. It's like, so then the question becomes, what is the story moving forward around this mm. thing, this VA dilemma, right? Is it, okay, I have this uncanny bad luck <laughs> with VAs and this is what it is. And this is, and I'm beating the drum of like, that's how it is. That's how it's going to be. Not to say that that's what you're doing, but uh, what I, the only thing I, I always say on my show, the, the only thing I'm really good at is making up good stories uh, about myself and around myself and around the world. And, in in you know, we are the creator and created rolled into one, one with source consciousness that creates and animates all things. So, you know, Abracadabra, you've probably heard before. I mean, translates to I create as I speak. Mm. Our, our words are our wands. We're spelling with these every time we, we emanate anything. So what I would do now, mm-hmm. if it were me, is start telling the story around this. Like, wow, okay, so I've went through hell with VAs, maybe. I mean, it sounds like there's probably more, more to the story before her. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
what a great setup so that I can really appreciate the epic VA that's coming in because mm -hmm. that's what God source higher self. That's what God wants to do. I believe that's what the creator of the universe so that she can have experience. It creates all this contrast. That's meaningful. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to a friend today who has been in a 13 year uber controlling relationship. And this person, like if you saw them and knew them and like, they're like the most regal, beautiful inside and out powerful person. Um, and, and it's like this, and I'm like, look, this is just obviously a part of your journey so that when you come out of it and overcome, you slay the demon, so to speak, and, and, and not a real demon, but slay the, you know, the, this, the opponent in this case and overcome, which is your own willingness to allow someone to control you, the contrast is going to be so great. It's going to make the journey. It's why it's all happening. If, if it's all one and it's all love and it's eternal, you know, mm. that becomes meaningless. Give me some bad VAs for a long time and then give me a great one. And now it really feels like my brother, I always tell the story, most sensitive person I know. Um, and he, uh, he's a cancer and very, very sensitive mm -hmm. cancer. And, uh, he got arrested for not paying a ticket years and years ago. Um, and he went to jail for like four or five days mm -hmm. and he is not the person you'd imagine in jail. So I remember the time I picked him up, I got him, they let him out at midnight, you know, and I picked him up. I got him home one in the morning. I made him a hot pocket to this day, you know, 15 years later or whatever, that hot pocket is the best meal he ever had, he says. Mm. So it's that contrast mm -hmm. of the experience. So, you know, it's like all about the story we're telling moving forward. If we could see, if we were, we had the Akashic records flipped open and we could see who these people are, what they, it's like me here at the Mystic Manor. I've had a, a whole bunch of like um, psychosis related people and things happen. And it's like, hold on, I'm creating all this magic. I'm doing all this good things in the world. And what are, what are my karmic ties to this person? What am I clearing? What's, you know, so, so that's how I view it in a way that really serves me. And it's like, you're clear, you're just, you're dealing with things that are set up for where it's going to be that much better. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, I find when I tell that story, it eventually manifests as so for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. And, and going into the depths of what you don't want, it helps you, it helps you surrender of like, okay, yeah. well, I've had yep. all these experiences. So I'm so open to just it hap happening or not. I'm just going to back mm -hmm. away for a little bit and just in like, yep. there's no white knuckle grasp on it. Yep. And it's just ease coming back to that word of ease. So, yeah. um, thanks Easing for the tension, the, baby. Just easing uh, the tension. tension. I'm going to think about that. I love the, you gotta go watch Happy Gilmore now just for that. I know. I know. I, I, I see it on the TV all the time. It's one of those we'll do, movies. We'll do a movie night here. Uh, I love that. I love that. Uh, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on to the mind body musings podcast. This has been Aww. so beautiful. I love all the stories you share and I would love if you could share one more time where people can download the book and mm -hmm. uh, do the game and anywhere yeah. they can connect with you on the interwebs. All right. So my book, The Golden Key, uh, you can find it goldenkey.gift, G-I-F-T. And with 
Madeline's Code Moon. You can download the audio or ebook for free. And then if you're inspired to do so after reading, I invite people to come back and play an abundance manifestation game. And um, yeah, and, and then basically it's like, um, you, as a part of that, you're, uh, invited to say, Hey, what was this? What was the experience of reading the book worth to you? What do you think it'll be worth to you moving forward? Okay. So put that into the game. Let's use that as a seed to sprout into greater abundance. And what I do is any, any monetary currency that flows into the game, I share with everyone who's playing. So it's just like this whole thing of kind of practicing what I preach. You know, we get what we give. I call it the good kind of selfish. I know if I help enough other people to create what they want in their life, I just get more as a byproduct. So Mm. um, I'm selfish. So I'm sharing it all with Mm. everyone. And um, so there's that. And then of course the podcast, Positive Head, you can find anywhere you listen to podcasts. And um, my show Optimistic is if you go to optimistic.tv, Um, That's the late night style variety talk show that uh, I've released a few episodes, but there's going to be a lot more energy flowing into that in the coming Mm. months. So Beautiful. I will make sure I have all those links on the show notes to this episode. So everyone make sure that you look down on iTunes or Spotify and click that link and get your book and let us know what you thought about this episode by heading on over to my Instagram, Madeline Moon, or going to uh, maddiemoon.com. This is episode 335. Leave a comment. Let us know what you thought about it. If you have any follow-up questions, we'd love to check those out. Thank you so much, Brandon. Oh, it's such a pleasure, Madeline. I'm so glad I got the opportunity to connect with you, and I look forward mm. to uh, doing so in 3D at some point. <laughs>